0: Welcome to Horror TV this is your host Kellenberg. Now for this show I'll be reviewing shows that are based on horror. Some of the shows I plan on reviewing are Bates Motel, The Munsters, The Adams Family, and American Horror Story. Of course I plan on doing more than that but we'll see how it goes. The first show I'll be reviewing is Bates Motel but not the show right away. I thought it'd be fun to review the Bates Motel from 1987 which was actually going to um was supposed to be a pilot for a TV series but it never got picked up. Other than the name and the fact it was going to be a pilot for a TV series, it has no connection to the current Bates Motel, which I will be reviewing very soon as well. Alright, we see Bates Motel. Then we see um a logo of the logo in the opening credits. Oh sorry, I meant we saw the Bates house. But it goes to black and white. Then we see a reporter that says Norman's being brought to justice. We see Norman getting put in the car and obviously taken to an institution. In the next scene, we see two doctors talk to him and named Alex. Their names are Dr. Phillips and Goodman. We find out that Alex's mom died when he was a kid and his stepdad was abusive. And his stepdad also used to own a dry cleaning store. We also find out that his stepdad used to put him in a large dryer. But then one day his stepdad crawled into it and he turned it on. Goodman tells him he had a rough time, but he wants to change that all. He says, but we need your help. Goodman asks what about hobbies or friends, because he didn't see anything on the file. She reveals he has a bird named Jack. She explains he found him dead af- one day after he came back from home from school, and his stepdad ordered him to bury him, but instead he had him stuffed. Goodman tells him that he thinks he needs a real friend. Then we hear about how Goodman took him to meet Norman Bates. We see it go back to cover, and we hear Goodman say for the next 20 years he was privileged to witness the growth of an extraordinary relationship. We see photos of Norman and Alex together for the years. He explains that Norman saw Alex as himself as a boy and wanted to help him get a second chance. We see a funeral. Alex is sitting in the back. The preacher asks if there is no one who wishes to say a few words. He will conclude the final prayer. Alex says, I do. A man tells him to um, try and keep it short. We have a volume business here. Alex goes up to the casket with a rose he says Norman Bates was my friend to the world he was a murderer but to me he was my friend and I only hope that in your lifetimes you will be lucky enough to have one friend like him he explains that Norman said um, to get better one must get hate hatred out of their heart we see Alex in a bedroom and get in bed he says Good night, old friend and turn the lights off we see a man walking and says Um, Good morning to Alex. Alex cuts off a rose and puts it in the man's pocket. We find out this is an older um, doctor. Goodman says he recommended to the board to release Alex immediately. Alex sits on a bench. Alex explains he doesn't have a place to go. Goodman tells him there's a whole world out there. Alex says that's what he's afraid of. Goodman says it'll be okay and um, that's what Norman wanted for him. Alex says this is where he feels safe. Um, He says he wouldn't fit in. We hear a man reading Norman's will. He, He gave a woman a turkey. That is not a joke. That really happens in this. She says thank you, Norman. A guy got a record collection, and Alex got the Bates Motel. Everyone starts applauding him. Goodman tells him he now has a place to go. Alex says he can't. He looks outside. Goodman says this was Norman's way of giving him a second chance. He says it's a great gift. Take it. We see a building blown up and collapse. And we see construction. Then we see Alex walk out of a building and he looks around. He gets out a card and on the back it says the number 32 on bus to Fairville. Some guy calls him Pilgrim and asks if he needs help. Alex tells him that he's looking for that bus. The man tells him it stops there and Alex thanks him. The guy tells him Bates Motel looks like a nice place. Alex suggested that um, him and his friends stay there um, someday when they get all ready. The man offers him a drink of his beer. Alex accepts and drinks some. The other man tells him he has a sock, and he tries to grab it. Alex says, give it back. Um, those are Norman's ashes. He gets on the bus. Um, they drop him off at a place called Fairville Savings. He asks the man if he knows where Bates Motel is. He says he's never heard of it because he's new in the area. A lot of other people tell him the same thing. A few kids run and trip Alex. They go up to someone in a chicken costume. Alex says, Norman, I think I want to go back. We hear a woman say, hi, welcome to Slice Chicken. After a little bit, she says she's waiting. He asks for Bates Motel. Remember, he was locked up, so he might not know how the world really works. She says sorry and tells him what they have. He says crisp. He also accidentally orders the party pack. But then he realized there was a misunderstanding and says he ate his lunch on the bus. He then again asks her about Bates Motel. She's also new. A man named Henry Watson walked up to him. He gave him back the postcard of Bates Motel. He asked what he was doing with a postcard of the old Bates Motel and he tells him it's half a mile away. Alex tells him he's reopening it. The guy gets worried. Alex asks if there's a problem. Henry offers to drive him over there and says he'll um, tell him all about it. We see them in a vehicle. Henry says everyone thinks it's haunted and mentions it's believed Norma haunts it. Oh, excuse me, Gloria. For some reason in this, she's named Gloria. Alex asks if he's ever seen her. Henry says he worked for the old witch. He says he knew Norman since he was a kid. He said he felt sorry for Norman. He says he used to play catch with him, but Norman wasn't much of an athlete. We see the Fairville sign. He points out Bates Motel. Alex says thanks for the ride, Mr. Watson. Henry corrects him and says Henry. Henry says, After all I told you, you're still going in? Alex says he has to. It's his home. Hennis shook his head, and Alex walks in. We see Bates Motel. Alex looks around outside. He looks at the Bates house. He then walks into the office. The door shuts behind him. We see the keys. Alex grabs number one. He says, but we're finally home. We see the Bates Motel. We see Alex go into the house. He goes up the stairs, and... Knocks on a door. There's no answer, so he opens it. We see a better man. He picks up what looks like a dress. The next morning, he's looking for how to get a loan. He's practicing how to ask for a loan. Um, Then he walks to a bank. Um, A man greets him. He tells him about owning the Bates Motel. A man named Tom gives him various suggestions. Alex said he wants just enough to get it running. Tom is surprised he doesn't want to level the place. Alex said he thought about putting in a cafe and a fountain up front. Tom tells him the property is worth a fortune. Alex says good, wonderful, and asks for the loan. Tom asks for development. I might say Tom says for development, yes, even a health spa, but to reopen the Bates, like he's surprised. Alex explains that Norman left it to him and they were friends. Tom says, Um, he'll do what he can to push it through. Alex says thank you. We see the Bates house. Alex is carrying groceries. He puts the groceries on the table. Um, he goes looking around the house. He sees someone. He tells them to hold it right there. They ask, who are you? It turns out to be the chicken, the person in the chicken costume. She says she wants answers. Alex says who he is. She tells him to go to the kitchen. She eats one of the, the cookies on the table. And... He says she hates that kind." She explains she's been living there for three months. He tells her he's the new owner. She doesn't believe him. He shows her um, Norman's will. She says one false move and you're a memory. He says um, he's hungry and offers to share dinner with her. She says sure. By the way this woman's name is Willie. She tells him the only one you can depend on is yourself. She explains that she wants to act, you know, like in movies and stuff. Alex doesn't talk much. She says she's going to have to teach him to express himself more. She offers to help. Alex says this is something he has to do for himself. Willie says, of course you do, but she's going to make sure no one gets in the way. He says, I'm all by himself. Willie says she gets it and asks why he didn't just say it in the first place. Alex says he's sorry, but it's better this way. Willie says she'll be gone in the morning. The next day, we see um, Alex doing dishes. We see Willie with a bag outside. We see a man talking to Alex about architecture and all that. Alex says he doesn't think Norman would want him to change anything. The man talks about how the area has changed. He suggests to flatten the house and Put it in a jacuzzi and shuffleboard courts. Alex says you're the architect. Lily come back comes back and tells Alex he's the customer and the customer is always right. The guy says generally yes. She tells him, um, she's Alex's design consultant. Alex talks to her um for a moment. Alex says he doesn't like how she's talking to him. Alex explains this is his place. Um, she says, she um. She came back to help him. Willie tells him they could do it better themselves. Alex goes to Henry's house. An officer asks him what he's doing there. He says to see Henry. The officer says he might be armed and dangerous. Henry says not to pay attention and says the door's open. Alex asks what's going on. Henry talks about what he used to do in the town. Alex says the cops say he's dangerous. Henry says... They're the ones that are dangerous. He says they'll have to bulldoze him with the place. Alex asks him where he's going to go. He says he doesn't know. Alex says he needs a contractor. Andrew says he's never done a job that big before and suggests to get a professional. Alex says he needs someone who can build. He says he'll pay him whatever he thinks is fair and he may also live there. Anders says thanks, but he's too old. Alex says he needs someone he can trust. Henry throws the gun out the window. We see a bulldozer. And we see Henry with the architect. Willie is talking to a guy in a room. Um, she turns down um, vibrator beds. She says it's going to be a refined place with a cafe and good food. He says he's never heard of anything like this. We see a man driving the bulldozer get electrocuted. They see if he's okay. The dirt from the bulldozer um, fall on a coffin, and we see a dead body. All right, we see a tree. Um, and hear thunder, and we see them doing a funeral for her. Alex looks over and sees a dark figure. We see everyone who's there. Alex sees the figure again. He looks again, but they're gone. Alex asks Willie if she saw the lady. He asks um the sheriff and Henry. They didn't see her either. The sheriff says maybe it was Mrs. Gloria um, making sure they did things right. Alex finds a note. It's from Willie. It says, "She's messing up his life." And says, "Good luck." We see Alex talking to a person in a chicken costume, and he says, "Um, all right. I apologize in advance. So I actually skipped a part." Back at the house, we hear Alex trying to figure everything out. He looks at a photo with him and Norman, and says, "Norman would say if, um, if he doesn't try, um, he wouldn't succeed." Alex says, "Besides their friendship, he doesn't think he's done anything right in his life." Alex hears something break and sees what happened. Willie's cleaning up a broken plate. She says, "Um, he's just in time to taste her um blue plate special." She says, "Um, she decided to be the chef in the new cafe." She gets a uh, she gets a piece of her meatloaf from the broken plate. He tries it. He says it's good. She says, um, if he can be more enthusiastic. Alex asks, um, what she would like him to say. She says that, um, she's doing a good job. She tells him to stop looking at her like she's nuts and says, if anything here, um, if anyone here is nuts, it's him. Then says she didn't mean it like that. She explains, most people don't see stuff that's not there. Alex goes for a walk. Um, Willie says me in my big mouth and throws a pan. Alex finds a note. It's from Willie. It says she's messing up his life and says good luck. We see Alex talking to a person in a chicken costume. And he says um, he did like the meatloaf. And he tries to apologize. She says to beat it. Um, He says he needs her. The person turns out to be a guy. And um, he tells Alex to get away from him. He says... He thought it was Willie. The guy says, any friends of hers has got to be wacko. But says, he didn't mean it, and explains, she didn't show up for work. Alex walks away. Tom gives him a ride. He says, he was concerned when they found the body. Alex says, Henry says, they'll be opening in a couple weeks. Tom reveals, there's some more info that involves Norman's father, Jack Bates. He says, Jack was satisfying some of the customers, especially the pretty ones, and one day he vanished. He says, she just looked down out of her window in a black dress like she was in mourning. Alex asks if, um, he said a black dress. Remember, he saw a black dress earlier. Tom says, that's what they say. They stop, and Tom says, it's, um, really taking shape. Alex says, thanks for the ride, and Tom says, anytime. A man digging says he had enough. Alex says if there's something wrong, we see another body. Henry says it's Jack Bates. He took off the wedding ring and um, he always saw him wearing it. He hands Alex the ring. The man tells him this is no motel, it's a burial ground. That night, Alex has nightmares about Jack Bates. He looks out the window. We see the Bates Motel sign flicker. Alex goes downstairs He gets spooked by a chandelier And he goes outside The sign is now out He looks for the suite which He runs out I meant the switch it runs on He says He sees someone in the window He runs upstairs No one's there He closes the window He sits down in the chair And he looks out the window And he sees a man with a knife in his gut Alex runs down the stairs. He says Willie on the floor. She tells him to watch where he's going. He's happy to see her. He tells he helps her up. She said, um... She's willing to forgive him. She later admits she was wrong, but is willing to change. He says he saw Mrs. Bates. Willie asks if he's been drinking. He also says... He saw Jack Bates. He runs to the sign, but no one is there. Willie asks him what he's looking at. Alex says he was right there. Willie says he's gone now. She offers to take him upstairs. Alex says he's not crazy and he's not a child. He tells her to stop treating him that way. Willie says where is he? She says either he was a ghost, got tired of sitting around the sign all night, he split, or someone is going to a lot of trouble to frighten you. We see an officer walking around. He tells them um, they're not finding any trace of anyone else. He says it's 2 in the morning and he wants to get some sleep, and he suggests they do the same. Now sitting in bed, Alex asks Willie if she got the feeling he didn't believe him Lily says You gotta be kidding She starts laughing She says You made a joke Not bad Alex says He's hanging around her too much She says she's flattered He says he meant to and Thinks it's great She says She'll see him around He asks Around where She tells him He's got this Big motel to run in All she has Is a big mouth he says he didn't mean to hurt her feelings, and um, he's very sorry if he did And he says he needs her. Willie says, what for? He says he needs her to make meatloaf for the baits. She tries to kiss him, but he refuses. He says he um, hasn't had an overactive social life. She kisses him real fast and asks if that was so bad. He says yes. And she says, she's going to kill him in a playful way. We see them working on the motel. After that, we see Henry working on the sign. He tells them to turn on. Alex turns it on. He looks at the urn and says, we did it, Norman. Willie says, no, you did it, Alex. They both hug. Henry, Alex, and Willie start hugging. We see the figure in the chair. We see the Bates Motel sign at night, and we see Alex in the office. He sees a car um, drive by. He goes and tells um Willie he wants it to be bigger and flashier like he saw in one picture of Las Vegas. She asks if he wants gambling. He says he's talking about the sign. He says they've been open for three hours, but not one customer. and She gives him a bowl of chicken soup we find out he's nervous because he needs to pay the bank by the 25th which is tomorrow and he needs to come up with ten thousand dollars but he says he feels like everything will be okay she gives him a present and then she looks out the window and she says guess what he put his present on which is shirt and says I look good she reveals it's their first customer a woman asks for a quiet room Alex says that should be easy he tells her she's their first customer she says that's the way it's been for her lately and says um, she's trying to finish a book. He asks if she's a writer. She says she's trying and says she teaches aerobics. Alex says he's seen that on TV. He says he thinks um, she can do it if she gives herself the chance and he gives her the key. He tells her she's the first guest and says if she needs anything, just ask. She says that's sweet, but right now she just wants some peace and quiet. We see a bag, and we see Miss Peters pull stuff out of it and look in the mirror. She pushes a button on a device, and the music starts playing. She starts undressing, and um, then we see her with a dress on. She starts writing a letter. Henry says he likes the pie and coffee. He asks if there's anything he can do to help. She asks him what he knows about the guy that dug up Old Man Bates. He says he doesn't know much and asks why. She says if um, he was the guy trying to get the man to quit. He says a few times. He says he thought it was haunted. We see more guests visit. We see a bunch of teenagers. Alex asks them to try and keep it down. He talks to Norman and is happy about it being book solid. We hear music and see a lamp. We see the woman wrote notes and we hear her read them. She sounds like she has some regrets. She's now in a tub and gets a razor blade. A girl walks in and says, excuse me, what are you doing here? Sally, which is the woman's name, says she was taking a bath. The girl girl tells her she's got the wrong room and... Um, says great music, and she starts singing it. The girl says she's supposed to be in room 11 and said it fit, and this happens to be room 12. So she says sorry, and Saya si says it happens. The girl grabs her dress, and Saya si says that's what she wore on her wedding night. She's revealed she had three marriages and three divorces. The girl tells her number four will be lucky. She says She says it's none of her business, but she thinks Sally needs a little fun, and she's the furry princess who can take her there. We see a guy sing, let's do the twist, and we see people dancing. We see Alex serving punch. A guy tells him that the punch is great. Sally says she doesn't belong here. The girl asks for one good reason. She says they're all just kids. The girl says um, she was once in. It's how you feel that counts. Alex tells her she's glad she can join the party. She introduces him to Tony. She tells him that he's a writer too. i sorry, Matt. She tells him that she's a writer too. Sally asks how she knows that. The girl requests the band to play another song. Sally starts dancing with Tony. Alex tells Willie they need more punch and asks where the knuckle sandwiches are. She says they're finger sandwiches and over there. Alex asks about the punch. Willie says, and guess what Fuller's home address is. She says she tried to call him, and Charlie Waters, his brother-in-law, answered. Back at the party we see more dancing. Sally and Tony smile at each other. He tells her she's beautiful. He asks if he can kiss her. She says she doesn't know what she's doing, and says he's only a boy. He sits alone at the fountain. She says she never said what should have never said what she did, but it's true. She explains she's a grown woman and not what he needs. She says um he made her feel like um she was back in high school. She says it wasn't him, it was her. He says he feels so cold and alone like he was dead. He tell she tells him Um, his whole life is ahead of him She says she'll always be grateful to him And they hug Sally goes back into her room And looks at the mirror She picks up the razor blade The girl from before says Still think about doing it, huh? And Sally turns around and Asks her what she's doing there And Sally asks why she was there And asks how she got in The girl says Um, she locked it you know, like she, Sally says, she's starting to frighten her. The girl says she doesn't want to frighten her. She says she's a friend. Sally asks if she's been spying on her. The girl says no. Sally asks how then how can you know? The girl says it's her job. The girl tells her she, she knows what's um um what's what she's going through. Sally asks um how she could know. She tells her she's a kid with her whole life ahead of her. The girl says, if only that were true. So you notice there's kind of a hint there. She tells Sally she's young, healthy, and people that um, care about her. And says she'd be a fool to throw them away. She then um, says, believe me, Sally. Sally says, you know my name. The girl says she also knows what's going on the other side. Well, she knows what the other side is like. It's cold and then horribly, horrible loneliness. And Sally says, "That's what Tony said." The girl tells her to listen to him and herself, and says, "Um, she has her whole life in front of her." Sally says, "She was eavesdropping." The girl says, "No." She asks, "Um, how does she know all this?" The girl reveals that. She committed suicide 25 years ago. She says they went there to tell her it stinks. She goes to show her something. We see the teenagers. They reveal when they were born and died. I admit, I actually like this part. I don't know if this was done on purpose, but to me it seemed like it was trying to tell people, you know, that suicide isn't worth it. All right, then after that they drive away and we see Sally get the razor blade. We see the sign and it says no vacancy. We see Alex outside pushing the cart. The sign changed to say vacancy. Alex looked in the window and sees the dark figure. He runs to the house. We see a woman with a knife and she says leave my house. He tells her Norman left him that house and he's staying. Henry tackled her and pulled off the mask revealing it was Tom Fuller. He tells them to call the sheriff and says he won't believe them. We see another spirit of glory. She goes after Tom. He admits he tried to scare them off. It's real to be Willie. She says she believes him and we find out she has the confession recorded. Like she was hiding a device. She asks for a reasonable payment schedule. He says what they're doing. He asks what are they going to do put me in prison for wearing a dress. Alex says there's a law against fraud. Right, so next scene, we see Alex pushing the cart. Sally gets out of her room and tells him good morning. She talks about how great of a day it is. He says how great of a day it is to be alive. She tells him thank you and good luck. She tells him um, he has a special place here. He says to come back again if you ever need some peace and quiet. She says right and goes to her car. Alex waves goodbye. He says, with a little luck, he thinks they'll be okay here. And says, he thinks Norman would have liked that. He says, if you need room, come on by. And the camera zooms out. But the last part's like, he's like talking to the audience. We see the sign in the Bates house. The credits start wrong. Now, for my opinion about this, I didn't think it was that bad. But I thought the movies, the, well, the other movies, and the current TV show were a lot better. But as far as it being like the worst thing ever, I would say no, it's not. That includes my review of the 1987 version of Bates Motel. On the next episode, I'll be reviewing episode 1 of the current Bates Motel. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Horror TV.